African savannah on safari, looking for... Mike, is that a lion stalking us? I think it's something much scarier. It's a search term report, and someone has keywords with 150% ACOS. Oh no, they never added any negative keywords. Oh, and it looks like all their bids are just $3. No bid optimization? We're in trouble. We need to do something about this giant ACOS, but I don't know if we can do it alone. Oh no, it's the Ad Badger. Should we run? No, no, no. The Ad Badger can save us. He'll rip that high ACOS to shreds with bid optimization and negative keywords. What's going on, Badger Nation? It's Mike and Brett from Ad Badger, and you're listening to the PPC Den Podcast, the world's first Amazon PPC advertising podcast, and your source for all of the tips, tricks, and optimization strategies you need to get the most from your Amazon ads. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Amazon PPC Den. It is your boy, Mike. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Brett. Brett, how are you doing today? Uh, Great as always. I hope everyone's day is going well. Uh, Today, we have a pretty interesting topic, and that's going to be indexation and how that affects Amazon PPC. Right. This is a topic that I am very excited to learn more about from you, Brett. and for anyone, you know, keeping track of the show, my background has always been just optimizing PPC campaigns on Google, on Facebook, and on Amazon, of course, for about the last 10 years. So I've, I'm deep in straight up paid traffic knowledge. But what's really interesting on Amazon is that paid knowledge and sort of the paid campaign side of things is very tightly connected to the organic side of things. So we're going to be talking about a word indexation, which is, uh, you know, linking to to the background of, of you, Brett, you know, as an Amazon seller, indexation is something that Amazon sellers thinks, think a lot about. And it's got a lot of important parts of Amazon advertising too. So I guess like a a question that I have for you, jumping right into it, is really what is indexation? Like, what is this word? It comes up a lot. What is indexation? Uh, So basically, indexation is uh, Amazon's algorithm uh, reading, saving, and adding your listings information to a database. So um, the the way it works is they have these uh, crawling bots that basically scan through every listing on Amazon on a routine basis. Uh, and they're looking for keywords um, that you know pretty much helps Amazon system understand what the listing is. Uh, and that's important because uh, that really helps Amazon match a listing uh, with customer search terms or what a customer literally types into Amazon search bar. So uh, it's super important to make sure that your listing is being indexed for uh, you know high traffic and relevant keywords uh, relating to your product. And that, that's a quick rundown on what indexation actually is. Mm-hmm. So indexation seems like a precursor to ranking, whether it be ad rank or organic rank, where you can't rank for something that Amazon hasn't indexed your product for. Um, so essentially, let's say I'm selling jump ropes. Literally, if somebody types in the word, you know, fitness jump rope, 
and I don't appear anywhere in the listings, whether it be page one or two or three or four or, or 10 or whatever, if I'm not showing up for fitness jump rope, is the phrasing I would use is, I am not indexed for fitness jump rope. Is that right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and indexation is is extremely important because, again, it helps Amazon match your listings with uh, the appropriate customer searches. And that's not just for the organic side of things, um, but that's for PPC clicks as well. So, uh, you know, a lot of the times uh, we may hear from somebody who's, you know, bidding a really high amount for a certain keyword and they're just not getting any impressions uh, and they're just not appearing for that keyword. And most of the time, uh, this is a relevance issue. Basically, Amazon's system doesn't understand what your listing is and doesn't think that it's going to be helpful for that customer's search. Uh, so they just don't display it all together. So um, it's, again, this is an extremely important topic. And um, also, indexation can help out with something called your ad quality score, uh, and we'll get into that in just a second. Right. And, and you know, we do hear that quite a bit, uh, where it's like, oh man, I'm bidding a dollar, three dollars, five dollars, ten dollars. I'm just barely getting impressions, potentially zero impressions. I think that's exactly it. You, you know, you can't have, you know, a, you can't sell a jump rope and then necessarily get, even if I were to go into Amazon and actually bid on a keyword that's completely irrelevant or that I'm not indexed for, I can't expect to get impressions for things unless Amazon knows what it is that the thing I'm selling is. And this makes total sense, right? Like Amazon is trying to reduce the amount of clicks that someone needs to take in order to purchase. So it always wants to serve the most relevant, the most fitting products for whatever the search is. So, you know, if it doesn't think it's relevant, it's not even going to throw you into the contest to even get the click in the first place. So this is it's, it's so indexation is really like a precursor to whether you're going to rank for something organically. You know, first you got to make sure does Amazon even think this word applies to my product, and you're not going to be able to get traffic from it on the paid side of things unless again Amazon thinks that you are relevant for whatever that search is. So there's some pretty cool sort of thought process that happens for this. And, you know, Brett, I have a question for you. It's really, you know, like how tough is it to get indexed for maybe before we get to like long tail terms, but maybe just for like head terms, like words that are like one and two keywords that are like one and two words. So if I am selling that jump rope, I'm just talking like the word jump rope or like men's jump rope or fitness jump rope, you know, sort of like one to three word phrases. Uh, How difficult is it for the average person to get indexed for some of their most obvious relevant terms? Uh, So it's actually not difficult at all. There are a few parts of your listing which uh, basically uh, get you indexed, so you can play around with those. We'll uh, we'll talk about those later in the episode, Uh, but you can pretty much go into those parts of your listings and enter those keywords, uh, and you'll, you know, for some of these uh, areas, you can put these keywords, you'll actually be indexed instantly. So uh, one cool way to check that is you can go into Amazon search bar, uh, and you can type in your ASIN first and then hit space uh, and then type in the keyword that you want to see if you're indexed for. Uh, and that will quickly show you if you are indexing for a certain keyword or if you're not. It's pretty cool. Uh, 
so it makes sense about the sort of the head keywords, you know, the obvious things that are one to three words. What about for very long tail stuff? So let's say I'm selling that jump rope and someone types in some crazy long tail search of like, you know, men's fitness, jump rope, turquoise, six foot, uh, made for CrossFit, uh, you know, uh, speed jump rope type, something crazy like that. How difficult, like how, do, how, maybe even before how difficult, but how should the typical Amazon seller be even thinking of those crazy long tail terms when it comes to indexation? Uh, so again, you can, you can get pretty, or you can uh, get indexed really quickly uh, for, you know, pretty much any of those search terms uh, that you can think of. Um, but it is important to determine which one of those is actually worthwhile uh, to be indexed for because, uh, you know, as we'll talk about, there are uh, limits in a lot of the fields which you can fill out uh, in your listing. So I'll, I'll just quickly run through these before we, uh, you know, get into too much detail about them. But uh, there's the title, the bullets, and then you have backend keywords in your listing. Uh, so there's two fields in the backend keywords. One of them is subject matter, and the other is search terms. Um, so. All of these things are limited uh, by a certain number of characters, so it's important to kind of choose wisely. You definitely want to put uh, the highest traffic and most relevant keywords in there first, and then if you have some extra space uh, and you really want to rank for some crazy long tail keywords, um, then you know you could definitely go and add those, and you can get indexed right away. Um, you know you won't be on the first page or anything like that unless it's uh, you know very low traffic. But uh, you can get indexed right away, and you know you can go back uh, in Amazon search maybe twenty pages or something, and uh, and see see your uh, listing showing up right away. Right. So for for those backend keywords, you know, it, it, paid traffic is more than just the clicks and the revenue and the ad spend that you're getting. It's even with on Google, it's especially true on Amazon because you can't actually see your organic clicks for keywords, like on a keyword by keyword basis. You don't really know exactly how much revenue is coming in for each organic keyword, but you can see that on the paid side of things. So this is like the perfect bridge between using paid information, taking the best terms from paid, and you have that real data, you have that search term data, and then boom, like this is great information for you to plug into your backend and sort of use that and then plug those, use those as roots and explore the left and right and up and down of where those terms will take you. So, you know, that's just one spot where PPC can actually help boost your just total organic strategy because you have real tangible information. That's something that like I love about auto campaigns because Amazon's telling you what it thinks it's relevant for your product. And then you can actually see the search terms that you get clicks on. So, you know, if you're looking at your search term report and you're seeing a whole bunch of irrelevant things that just make no sense for you to be there, you know, that's a sign that Amazon's telling you, hey, we think your product is X. And if you see it as Y, then that's an indication that you probably should, should probably go back in and optimize some of those backend items. Mm -hmm. And if your auto campaigns, uh, if you launch them and right off the bat there, uh, you know, running at a really high ACoS. Usually, that's an indication of either uh, pricing issues, and you just, um, you know, if you're selling something for ten dollars, your ACoS will probably be pretty high. Um, but it can also uh, be an indication that your ad quality score um, just isn't very good and uh, doesn't have a lot of built-up history. And what that ad quality score is is just um, 
basically Amazon determining uh, your listing's relevance for a customer's search. So, um, you know, the A9 team and the A9 algorithm is, uh, it's not super transparent. Uh, it's pretty secretive, actually. Um, you know, we've we've heard that they don't even really talk to uh, a lot of other people inside of Amazon even. Uh, but, you know, just through tons of an- anecdotal evidence, um, we can kind of surmise that ad quality score uh, definitely improves the more conversions that you get, um, you know, with uh, certain customer search terms that actually end up converting. Um, and that has, that, that really plays a huge role uh, and kind of works hand in hand with indexation. So uh, making sure you're indexed is, is step one. And step two is actually getting conversions for uh, the searches that, you know, customers are typing into Amazon search bar before buying your ad, that's going to build up your ad quality score. And that can actually really help the PPC side of things because uh, if your ad quality score is really good, you can actually bid less than your competitors and you can still win the impression. Uh, And you'll see this a lot in your own branded keywords. So... Uh, you know, competitors can brand, uh, could bid like $6 on your branded keyword and, and you can bid like a dollar uh, and you'll still really dominate the impressions there just because Amazon knows that your ad is much more likely to convert for what the customer is searching. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the goal of Amazon, right? It wants people to click on things and then make purchases uh, and then, of course, be happy with those purchases. So anything that you can do to help make that process easier, faster. Amazon will sort of reward you for that with that ad strength boost or ad quality score. And it's unfortunate that this isn't listed inside of our campaigns like it is on Facebook ads and Google ads where they actually tell you Facebook says, here's your relevance score. And then Google tells you, here's your quality score. Um, But even on Google, they don't list every quality score. There's like a keyword quality score that you do see, but there's also a account quality score, which you do not see. So... All, all these platforms are a little secretive of it, but they all sort of have the same goals of like, if you're an advertiser, can you make their lives easier, both the customer's lives easier, and, and, and in turn, Amazon's life easier, by basically shortening the amount of steps. So nobody, I mean, you can see this in your own placement reports. You know, if someone's scrolling through Amazon and they are clicking on the third page of search results for something, you know, that person isn't finding what they're looking for very quickly. Um, but if they sort of make a search, they see it, they click it, they buy, Amazon's going to reward you. So, you know, with your click-through rate, if your click-through rate is strong, if your conversion rate is strong, if your sort of revenue per click that you're giving Amazon is strong, they're going to reward you with a good quality score. And this all leads into the indexation part of it. So think of it this way, you know, if you have an auto campaign that you're showing up for a whole bunch of wildly different things in which you actually really want to show up for, that Amazon's going to penalize you basically and and sort of say, hey, your your product doesn't have good indexation uh, points. We don't really know what you should be appearing for. We tried showing you for a whole bunch of different things. People aren't clicking on it. We're going to start to sort of throttle that listing until you clean it up. Uh, And the thing to know about that, even in your auto campaign, do not forget a search term report is not every impression that you have appeared for. It is just the clicks you have gotten. So for example, if I am selling that men's fitness jump rope and I'm showing up for like playground jump rope or children's jump rope or something like that because of an indexation issue, that I'll never know if people don't actually click on it. 
and you know, why would they, if they're typing in children's jump rope and my sort of CrossFit jump rope appears, they're probably not going to click on it. And I'll probably never know. So being really good about looking after your listing, the title, the bullets, the content, the subject matter, the search terms that are included in everything, all ties everything together. So be sure all that information is accurate. Um, play around with those searches. Try to do some proactive negative keyword research to sort of prevent crazy things like that from ever even triggering your ads so you don't get dinged with really low click-through rates. Yep, and uh, we do have a few tips that you guys can implement because we do want you to have a few takeaways uh, from the episode. So uh, let's just quickly go into those. Uh, so the first thing that I would highly recommend doing is making sure that the different parts of your listing that do get indexed uh, are really well filled out and you do a really good amount of keyword research uh, for those. And if you've been running advertising in the past, consider taking your converting search terms um, and going ahead and migrating those into these areas. So again, uh, there are pretty much four areas of your listing uh, that do get indexed by Amazon. Everything else um, is is ignored by Amazon system. So uh, you know it doesn't even look at your description, for example. So uh, the first thing is your title. Uh, make sure it is really well optimized and full of your highest traffic, uh, you know, most relevant keywords. Um, and this is a bit of a yin and yang between really good conversion-based design that appeals to people's cognitive biases and their emotions. Um, and then, you know, the other uh, half of that yin and yang is, uh, you know, really good SEO and getting, uh, you know, as many of these keywords uh, in there as possible. And um, in your title, uh, actually the first 70 characters um, are indexed uh with the most heavy consideration by Amazon's algorithm. So that's something uh, interesting to know. Uh, make sure that you really focus on the first 70 characters there. Um, when it comes to your bullets, make sure that those are filled out to the max. You really want to use as much space uh, as Amazon allows you there. Uh, and again, you, you want to make sure that um, these, oh, there goes intercom again. <laughs> you want to make sure that these are extremely well filled out. Um, Highest traffic, most relevant keywords again, uh, and you know, really fill these out, guys. Uh, you, that is really valuable real estate, and everything that's in there will be indexed. Uh, one thing that I've definitely noticed is that uh, changing up your title and bullets uh, won't get you indexed immediately all the time. Uh, but these other two areas, uh, you actually can be immediately indexed for keywords. So um, again, in your if you go to edit your listing and you go to backend keywords, uh, the tab there. Uh, and look for subject matter. That's one of them that gets indexed. And the other one is the search terms field. So these should be filled out, uh, again, to the best of your ability. Uh, and if you you know, are, have just recently launched your listing uh, and you don't have many keywords yet, you could consider using something like a reverse ASIN lookup tool, um, which basically uh, goes and scrapes your competitors' listings uh, and sees you know, all the keywords that they're showing up for. So uh, you can consider using that. Um, one thing to note there is not all of them will be relevant, uh, but it's definitely a good idea to take a look through. And maybe some of the keywords uh, that you'll find there are ones that you haven't considered before. So there can be some value for this. So the process of looking at your competitors' ASINs uh, to get sort of keyword ideas, sort of scanning the page. And you know, one question we get asked sometimes, are those sort of scanning the competitor's page, you know, taking the competitor's ASIN and putting it in one of these tools, it's, the tools don't have access to the back end. Is that right, Brett? 
Right. Yeah. They're just looking at the front end of the listing um, and taking pretty much unique keywords from there. Right. Cool. And then taking those sort of key terms that you notice that your competitors are using a lot, maybe some of your bigger competitors are using a lot, uh, looking at your search term report to see the items that are converting a lot and then taking those search term reports search terms from your ads and sticking them into your back end. How often would you say that people do this? Because I'm a huge fan of like setting up optimization calendars. You know, we use Asana to keep track of everything here at AdBadger. Um, so when you are, how often would you say this happens? Uh, how often should people do this? Let's say if there's a campaign that is spending, let's start small and then work our way up. So like, let's say somebody's spending just $1,000 a month versus $10,000 a month versus $100,000 a month. What's the cadence that you'd recommend of like taking your paid data and then working that into your back end? Uh, so typically if it's a new listing and you don't have these filled out all the way, uh, maybe this is something that you could look at, uh, you know, every day or every other day until you really build out that listing. Um, you know, for more established listings, you definitely don't have to do this uh, super often, you know, maybe weekly, maybe every two weeks. Um, but it's always, you know, an ongoing process. And uh, what I'd personally recommend is, uh, you know, we talk about RPSB on the podcast a lot. So um, people are already going into, uh, you know, their search term reports or using a tool uh, to peel out their converting search terms and then turning those into exact match keywords and then blocking them from the source campaign or and that's usually the auto campaign. Um, maybe if you're already doing that process and you have a cadence for that, um, I, I would just do it in, you know, that same sitting. If you're already doing that, just go ahead and take, uh, you know, any new converting keywords, make sure you go in, uh, check out your listing, as, you know, check if you can further optimize your title uh, and your bullets and your backend keywords, both the subject matter and the search terms. Right. And maybe that, that uh, you know, doing it by thinking about these cadences by campaign size in terms of ad spend doesn't really make sense. Because, I mean, we've seen very large accounts, you know, spending $100,000 a month plus not have well-optimized backends. In fact, it's sometimes a lot more difficult for people with, you know, thousands and thousands of ASINs to actually get these things right. Um, so yeah, so it's, so it's pretty interesting to think about the cadence uh, of doing this, but uh, definitely at least once a month, if not every two weeks. Uh, and then of course, if you have hundreds and hundreds and, or thousands of ASINs, you know, you're going to have to take some time to actually think about a workflow to be sure that your indexation is where you want it to be for all these products. So, you know, just like a lot of things in digital marketing, indexation for large sort of SKU accounts, just a matter of sort of rolling up your sleeves and getting it done, setting time out for it and getting it done. Yep, absolutely. And I, I think that wraps it up for this episode, guys. You know, uh, hopefully you can take some of those tips and apply them uh, to improve your own ad quality scores. And I think you'll see some awesome PPC benefits from that as well. Yes. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. This is episode 28. If you ever have any ideas of for the show, like feel free to go to adbadger.com slash podcast. We have that chat bubble in the bottom right. Uh, hit us up. Let us know what else you'd, you'd like us to talk about. Yep. And we'll see you guys next week. And thanks again for listening. Have a good one.
Hey everybody, it's Mike here. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. And as some of you may already know, the podcast isn't all that we do when it comes to Amazon. Uh, we actually spend the majority of our day working on building the best Amazon advertising tool we possibly can to help automate a lot of the concepts that we discuss during the show. Yep. And we appreciate you as listeners. We'd love your feedback about our app. Uh, and if you're interested in giving our free trial a shot, just head on over to adbadger.com slash podcast deal. That's adbadger.com slash podcast deal. Thank you so much for the support, guys. We really do appreciate you and we'll see you next episode.